0: Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And y'all's too, we can tell we are in a special series called Ennea Summer 2021. The Enneagram is a personality typing system and a tool we love around here because of how it helps us know ourselves better and love our people better. It's just a tool, one of many, that can help with personal growth, but one that we find really interesting and helpful during of summer, we talk with both a male and a female who identify as each type. And these are my friends or friends of friends who are like normal people who found the Enneagram helpful for understanding themselves better. Of course, they don't represent everything about their number, nor do they represent every person who identifies as this number. But I think they all do a really beautiful job telling us about themselves and giving us an invitation into their lives. We're doing something a little different during Enneagram Summer 2021. We're focusing on where each type goes in stress and where they go in security. And we did an intro episode with my friend Haley Watkins, who's an Enneagram coach, last week. So be sure to go back and listen to that if you missed it. We started ENEA Summer 2021 with the eights. So we will finish with the sevens. You can go back and listen to our Enneagram eights last Friday. But today on the show, we have Adam and Camille, our Enneagram nines, also known as the peacemakers or mediators. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but then we're going to hear some thoughts about nines from one of our favorite Enneagram experts, Suzanne Stabile. And after that, Camille and Adam will give us their responses and share more about how they experience the world as nines. So here's my conversation with our Ennea Summer 2021 type nines, Adam and Camille. Okay, we're here with our nines, Adam and Camille. You guys, thanks so much for doing this. I'm so excited.
1: Glad to be here. Do yeah. y'all have
0: feelings going into this?
1: I mean, I definitely have feelings. This is kind of the first time I've done anything like this. Um, I keep
0: making you do this. I made you be in a book trailer. That's,
1: <laughs> that's very true. I <laughs> made you be in a podcast. Annie F. Downs, pushing my boundaries. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, first time here, too. So <gasps> long-time listener, first-time <laughs> caller. caller. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I listen to all the In a Summer podcasts for sure. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I always worry for nines because I feel like this is probably of all of our numbers, this is the most outside of your comfort zone.
2: Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. <laughs> I think I like behind the scenes better than... yeah Because
0: yeah. both of you... Well, let's have you introduce yourselves. Adam, we'll start with you. Tell us who you are about yourself and what you do.
2: All right. So my name is Adam. I am um, married to Ansley, yes. 14 years. Uh, Ansley's a one.
0: Oh, really? So, yes. yeah, we're a nine
2: and a one. I like to say that we're together, we're a perfect 10.
0: Yeah. Oh, well done. <laughs> so, if you wanna, we're gonna <laughs> so, I'm looking good. for a three yeah. as a seven. Got it. Yeah, I know. Nope. It, fu-
2: it would be funny if, like, <laughs> your perfect match kidding. was, you know, it had to add up it to 10. It had to add up to 10. Yeah. So, that is a great let, joke. Let's talk about that next week. But okay. anyway, so um, we have two kids here in Nashville, and I'm a tour manager. I've been tour managing for. Well, I've been on the road uh, for fourteen years mm-hmm. in the in the touring industry and tour managing for about five years. Yeah.
0: The most excited you've ever been about a a three-week run is which one?
2: (laughs) Probably the That Sounds Fun podcast tour. Yeah,
0: we're doing it. With Annie
2: F. Downs, yeah.
0: When people are hearing this, we're on the road. That's
2: right. We're out there. We are there. We're doing it. We
0: are out there. Yeah. I've said this to you privately a thousand times, but publicly, thank you so much for coming on tour with us.
2: Oh, I'm pumped. What a gift. I can't believe that you called and asked. I'm honored, and um, we're already having a blast.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Agreed. Uh, Camille, who are you? How's it going? Um, I'm Camille. Uh, I am married to Kevin. Kevin is a three, so oh, okay. together we are a perfect 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good, man. That's nervous. That's good man. I am just now, I like to say, retiring from a 15-year career in the music industry, yeah. um, eight of which was here in Nashville in the country music space. Um, where
0: were you before that? I was in New York. Oh, okay. So I'm
1: originally from Jersey. That's right. I, I hate that I just said that because no one actually says that, yes. but...
0: It's it just great. is what it is. It
1: still is. works. Yeah. So um, I was in New York for seven years straight out of school, um, and then I moved down here to okay. work in country music.
0: And now, instead of country yes, music... Yes, yeah.
1: So I uh, I took an early retirement, and now I own a small retail custom goods shop in Nashville.
0: Yes. Will you say the name of it? It's called NB Goods. NB Goods. We're going to link to it. Everybody. I mean, yeah. they, we've done it before, and on the a rainbow, rainbow mask. mask that is my favorite mask, and we... Sold a lot of them. A lot Changed of people wanted that Rainbow Mask. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Most of them got it too. That's just right. maybe with like tiny little pieces of my soul. But it was it worked out.
0: She called me, she was like, What have you done? Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just wanted people to know where my mask was from. No, it was
1: awesome. I'll never complain awesome. about people, you know. It was a great experience to to make things, to ship them to people that I had never met before, yeah. and to help a little bit, you know, make wearing a mask. Fun and enjoyable, yeah. you know, beautiful. which it, it not always is. So Your stuff is so good. It is good.
0: Y'all, this is so fun. Will you start me off? What even made you get interested in the Enneagram? What was your personal journey like to even decide that nine is what you identified with most?
2: I was actually at a dinner party. One of those, have you ever done 12 at the table? One of those uh-huh. 12 at the table deals, like yeah. a, a couple invites, um, Yeah. you know. I, I can't do the math, but they six invited couples, a group of yeah. Five couples. Yeah. So we were at a, a twelve at the table and actually to name drop, Dave and Annie Barnes were there.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and a, a Dave is like an Enneagram ninja. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of it. This is probably six or seven yeah. years ago.
0: He was an early adopter for sure in for, our world.
2: Yeah. So, you know, conversation goes on at the dinner table and he starts talking about the Enneagram and just goes off on, I mean, he's, he's deep into it. And I am so intrigued. And like, Ansley and I are like grabbing our phones. We're like under the table, like Googling, like what, you know, you, you know, you're trying to find a test and oh, yeah. I got to take a test and figure out my number. Well, long story short, um, we kept being so intrigued with it mm-hmm. and uh, started talking about it at home all the time. And Ansley bought me some kind of like Enneagram for dummies book. Yeah. yeah. Probably a terrible <laughs> book looking back. I don't know which one, it was, but so we started reading that and um, I never found the testing helpful because when a nine takes an Enneagram test, like, you test as everything. everything. It all, it's all like, oh, right. probably that. Yep, yeah. that works too. Do you so, know that's
0: why we do nines at the beginning? Because the uh, first year when we save nines till the end of Enneagram 2019, everybody's 2019 can, they're all confused. Oh, the nines were struggling the whole thing because they thought, well, maybe I'm a two, maybe right. I'm a three, maybe I'm a four. So yeah. that's why you're up top.
2: Right, so we start reading the book and it becomes pretty clear pretty fast that um, in the nine, like, there's just, it's, it's like reading about yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, all of a sudden it all makes sense. Um, the stuff about nines that like the, uh, you know, the negative stuff about right. nines, it starts to jump off the page and make you feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> mm. But the one line that got me, there was this line that said, the more you nag, the more I drag. And, and oh, I was like, gosh. oh my God, like that's, it nailed me because you know, the, the passive aggressive, stubborn, slow side of a nine, it was like, it just hit me right in the face. And my wife and I laughed about that so much because the more she nags, the more I drag my feet. Yeah. So that's what I knew. I was a nine. And then I really started doing the work after that, Mm -hmm. you
1: know.
0: Yeah. How do you know, Camille?
1: Um, I was kind of on this journey of just self-discovery. And, you know, I I drove cross-country twice by myself with my dog. And I just was trying to figure some things out. And um, I had gone to see someone, and they said, oh, you know, personality testing, you should get into this. And I had done Myers-Briggs and and that kind of stuff. But... um, I just never felt super connected to it. And then I started to kind of dabble in it. And then we met and got yeah. connected. And I still remember I was like sitting in 12 South at a restaurant eating and you're like, Hey, I left a book on the, on the porch for you. And so I like left the lunch, <laughs> went and got the book, came home. Um, and I did the test and and did it. and very much the same thing that everybody kind of says when you see those parts, you know, for me, it was definitely the, the sloth, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the the need for inertia and those Mm -hmm. kind of things. I was really like, okay, yeah, that's a thing. And I identify with it. And then, um, just kind of digging more into it. Um, and it just kind of aligned with all the things I had been feeling Mm -hmm. in my life about myself and my career and what Mm -hmm. I was doing. Um, so it was just very natural, um, you know, working with so many people wanting to know more about how I fit in with them. Yeah. Adam, in our three
0: years, we've had a tour manager, mm-hmm. a tour photographer, and a tour manager. Right? <laughs> why is this, uh, why is tour managing a good job for Nine?
2: Well, I think we do, this is going to sound... I don't want to sound conceited, okay? but I think nines have a superpower.
0: Everyone does, so you're <laughs> and exactly right.
2: I think the superpower is that we we deeply care for other people, mm-hmm. and we have a keen sense of what other people are going through. When we walk in a room, like, like even showing up today, there's tons of energy in, in this building today, mm-hmm. but we're very in tune with what people are doing, thinking, feeling, and I think that's why I like what I do.
0: So you walked into our busy office. What did you feel? Like, what did you in it-
2: Terror. Yeah. No, no, actually, actually, I was in the hallway and it was so loud in the hallway. And I was like, what am I about to walk into? So, oh, so wow. I had to have yep. a little pep. Did that happen to you? Yeah. yeah
1: it was, so, I ran into Lee Holt in the yeah. bathroom and I was like, yeah. okay, well, at least I'll know somebody. But it was still it was like, like, like a nightclub in the hallway out yeah. It was
2: bizarre. <laughs> and so. I kind of had a little pep talk before I walked in. Okay. But then I'm just picking up on everyone's energy. And yeah. and it's very much um, nines being like a body type, mm-hmm. gut triad. It's very much for me feeling the energy of people and mm-hmm. what they're doing and going through. It. And I think that's why I love tour managing.
0: Yeah, because you just n- intrinsically know I what hope people so. need.
2: I, I, I'm always super aware of what people might need in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I, I think I get it right a lot. And of course I get it wrong. I mean, you're going to get it wrong. You can't be right all the time, but that's, that's why I'm drawn to what I do. And I, you know, I, I struggle with it over the years. Cause like, Oh, it'd be so much more fun if I was like a seven tour manager. Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, the, we're always going like camping trips and hiking trips. We have a day off. We're going to go jump off a waterfall <laughs> or I'm like, yeah. man, I wish I could be a three tour manager and I would be so driven and so on it all the time. And, but I stop and go, you know what? Like, God made me this way, hmm. and I think the if I can bring anything to this group, it's it's taking care of the people, yes, and like really knowing what people are going through and what they need.
0: Yes, listen, that's why we're gonna be great on tour because I'll bring the seven energy and I'll say, Adam, <laughs> yeah. let's go do this, right? And it's, you'll go, Annie,
1: we can't go. We do are oh, that. doing that. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're not doing that. Or let's go, yeah. Camille. What's your superpower? Ooh, I mean, I feel a lot of the things that that Adam said. You know. I did tour management for a couple years and then also day-to-day management. Yeah. Um, And one of the things that was always funny as a day-to-day manager, um, the last person I worked with, she would always say, like, you never get excited about anything. And I'm like – I'm just, I'm just, let's all be cool. Be cool. You know, one of my favorite memes is uh, someone from Real Housewives of New York, and it's uh-huh. like, don't be all uncool, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like that is my superpower. I'm always just like, let's all be good. Let's be cool. We need to get things done. We're going to work really hard. But I think that we have a sense of balance about us. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that does lead to maybe, like, holding back a little bit about things in other people's minds. But mm-hmm. what people don't realize is that it's our whatever you're thinking, it's already – been thought in our minds like we've gone through Mm -hmm. every possible scenario what could be fun what could be not fun what could be bad what could be good and we're just processing all of that and trying to figure out what's going to make everyone else happy yeah Yeah. she nailed it (laughs) yeah
2: you agree with that I do agree with that yeah I've played I've played out before I've gone to a city or gone to an airport I've played out everything that might happen in my head like it's yeah it's just part of the deal it's yeah. exhausting, but you know, yeah. it it's just part of it. So us. then you're not you're not surprised. And that's a little bit we'll get into it, I'm sure like a little bit of the six, but mm-hmm. like you're never surprised mm-hmm. because you've you've already been there in your head. Yeah,
0: this is the thing. I've tried not to show my cards too hard about <laughs> yeah. my nines in my life, but this is the thing is that y'all y'all work all that out and then you make the decision that make sure you don't risk anything.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's really self it's a defense mechanism, Yeah, it's right? a
1: little bit of self-preservation yeah. for sure.
2: And it's why nines are tired all the time.
1: because <laughs> you're. Bre- yeah, we're
2: working. We're working twice as hard. Yeah. Like we're trying to keep. We're trying to keep the peace, on the outside with all yeah. the people, and then we're trying to keep the peace on the inside.
1: That makes me yeah. feel so much better that yeah. you just said that yeah. because truly, I mean, my husband does very physical work. He's moving all day, th- mm-hmm. and he's a three, so yeah. he will just run, 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 and he's always like, "I'm so tired." And then I'm like, "I'm tired too," but yeah. I feel bad saying it because I'm like, "I didn't do anything." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sewed <so> banners. Yeah, <laughs> or I sat at the shop. Yeah. But yeah, you know, in, in a bit of that is like being at the store and interacting with people. That's a little Exhausting, tiring for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that introverted, extrovert. It's like I can do it, but do I want to and do it? And you can't really
0: predict what's going to happen because people walk in the door.
1: Yeah, and, and mostly everybody's fine and it's fun. But just the – that doesn't mean that I haven't thought about whether they mm-hmm. won't be fine or they won't be fun. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so all of that is constantly happening. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's, um, let's listen to Suzanne Stabile describe an Enneagram 9, and then I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on it.
2: Sure.
3: You know, I, I think everybody loves 9s. Oh, they're the best. And, well, you know why, though? It's really embarrassing if you think about why. Oh, no. The answer is because they're always willing to do what I want to do.
0: <laughs> Maybe, true. Right. I would have said they're easy to be around, but maybe that what you said is true.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, both are true. (laughs) Both are true. But the bottom line is uh, nines are the people on the Enneagram who merge Mm. and they they will not give up their integrity and they do not respond to peer pressure. Mm -mm. But when it's not a matter of integrity or their value system, they'll merge to avoid Uh, drawn out conversation over where to have dinner to avoid somebody not being happy about where we're going to dinner. Like, if it's not important, they're okay to let other people kind of decide what direction to go in, Mm -hmm. which is good and terrible. It's good because there's so much uh, conflict and I want to have it my way and all of that. But it's terrible because... Nines are the only number on the Enneagram that sees at least two sides to everything. Yes. So, you know, in Enneagram language or teaching, the best part of you is also the worst part of you. Mm. And the best part of nines is that they see two sides to everything. But the worst part of nines is that they see two sides to everything. Yes. And so they've given up on taking a position or taking a stand because while they're trying to figure out which is the best, other people get impatient and want to get moving and want to get things done. And so, you know, sloth is the sin for nines, but it, it really has nothing to do with laziness. The key is that they have decided to try to make their way by being unaffected by life. Mm-hmm. And there's two sides to that, too. yeah. And the fact that in my marriage to a nine, who, as you know, is the best human I know. We'd love the Joe. Fact that I, <laughs> the fact that I have him um, more than ever before in the last 18 months, I realized that his gifts are needed at the table hmm. because we need people who see more than one side. Yes. And I, I'm convinced that now is... Now is it for nines. It's time for them to step up and speak up. And, you know, you can take a stand. You can change your mind later. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) Nines have the least energy of all types because they are conflict avoidant. Mm -hmm. And they avoid conflict by trying to keep in anything that would cause trouble and by trying to keep out anything that would steal their peace. And that leaves them kind of moving through life. Um, double-boundaried, that's really tricky, very tricky, because it's exhausting, number one. And number two, so many people don't boundary themselves that it puts everything on the nine. Oh, wow. Nines are natural mediators. They're laid back, and they're easygoing. And they... um are very patient. They find their way. They find their place. They find their voice or not. Mm-hmm. They um, th- they don't need to be seen. Yes. And um, that's unusual. Yeah. Culturally. Yeah. yeah. Very, very unusual. Yeah. So- now, there's an exception to all of that. Uh, to some of that and that is that there are, you know, wings are the number on either side of your number and most of us have one wing in the first half of life and we add the other wing in the second half of life. Mm -hmm. But a nine with a big eight wing is a a very different human than a nine with a one wing or a nine with both wings because eights and nines are so different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when And both are really justice-minded. So our daughter Jenny is a 9, and she happens to be a 9 with a big 8 wing. Mm -hmm. And she's a learning specialist for a big school system, and she's a justice person all the way through. And Jenny still will say to me, and she's in her early 40s, she'll still say to me, I got myself in so much trouble today because... My eight wing is just so big. It said things that I now have to either live into or clean up from.
0: <laughs> Feels true. Oh, that's great. So
3: um, I think we all like nines. We all like to be with nines. And like every other number, what we like about them at times is what we don't like about them. Yes. Yes.
1: What do you think? There's a lot. There's a lot in there. <laughs> did
0: it feel true? Yeah. She said back to us things y'all had just said about how yeah. low on energy you feel. Did you know you were the lowest energy on the Enneagram? I, I did not know that.
1: I mean, the one of the things that I think stuck out to me the most, a combination of a few things that she said, but she talked about, you know, like now is the time mm-hmm. for nines. Um, and that's something that, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, being a black woman and- kind of having to come into my voice on a few things, especially coming from the country music world, and, you know, that's right. where a lot of my friends are. That has been something that I have reckoned with hard in the really? last 12 months, you know, because I, I I do merge and I do sort of sit back and, you know, there's been situations that I've been in, you know, in the past eight years where you just, you don't want anyone looking at you. So mm-hmm. when something happens... I always tell people when somebody says something, you know, out of turn, whether it's about race or sex or whatever, nobody looks at the person who says it. They always look at the person who's affected by it. Wow. So when someone says something like that, everybody's eyes go to me. And I'm like, I, I didn't do it. Don't look at me. And so I just have this tendency to shrink, you know, and you know, I've, I've had to reckon with the fact that I probably swallowed a lot of things that I shouldn't have. And, mm-hmm. you know, now that I'm starting to talk about it, people are like, I never knew you felt that way. And I'm like, I get that because I never said anything because Mm -hmm. I was afraid to disturb the peace or, you know, jeopardize myself, my career, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And so I was – when you guys asked me to do this, um, Kelly was – asking me if i knew my wing and i was like you know i don't really know she's like i really feel like you're leaning into that eight you know (laughs) i I was like and i do you know that that's something that's that's come around in the last 12 months for me so hearing her you know kind of talk about the times we're in you know bringing nines to a certain place is really resonated with me yeah yeah
0: Hey, friends, just taking a short break from this conversation with Adam and Camille to give a shout out to our amazing partners, Third Love. Y'all know I love getting my nails done. It's one of my favorite little extras in life. It's nice to treat yourself once in a while. And a great way to do just that is with some Third Love comfort. Third Love knows the science behind top to bottom comfort without sacrificing style. From perfectly fitting bras and underwear to quality sleepwear. Putting on your essentials feels like a nice little indulgence every day. I'm very loyal to my 3rd Love bras. There are other older ones sitting in my drawer that I pass over every time because my 3rd Love bras just fit better. The confidence and comfort I get from well-fitted under things actually changes the way I go through my days. And with their sleepwear and loungewear, 3rd Love has a perfect piece for any occasion, even if the occasion is not real pants relaxing days at home. 3rd Love is your go-to destination for comfortable and quality everyday essentials. Get the level of fit and comfort you deserve with 3rd Love bras, underwear, sleep, and loungewear. Find your new favorite, Everyday Essentials, from their all-new Feather Lace Collection, hello, it's beautiful, to their number one rated 24-7 Classic T-Shirt Bra. With their perfect fit promise, 3rd Love stands beside their products. If you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free, and their team of expert fit stylists is available via chat or email to answer all your questions. And they love to give back just as much as we do. So far, 3rd Love has donated over $40 million dollars. And gently used returned bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the US. I think that is awesome. You deserve some TLC. That's Third Love Comfort. So go to thirdlove.com slash sounds fun to get 20% off your first purchase. Go now to thirdlove.com slash sounds fun for 20% off today. And now back to our conversation with Camille and Adam.
2: that's big. I've never heard her say that too. And, and for her to say we need nine at the table. Yeah. Because every day I think for for me as a nine is like okay, get up and act and make your voice known, make your presence known. You've got to you've got to launch and get out there and say what you want to say and do what needs to be done because we have a tendency. I have a tendency to pull back and let everyone else go first. And then, like, once I see everyone's cool, then I'll kind of work my way in. But like, we we need to. I, I I'll, I'll make a personal. I need to constantly be reminded to make uh, to say what I need to say, and and mm. and know that people might need to hear that. You know, that 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 my voice is just as important. Yeah. You know? Um. So that that that's uh, that's encouraging. You know, that's I appreciate her saying that.
1: Mm -hmm. And the way she mentioned that um, we often don't center ourselves or don't need to be centered, you know, even in those conversations, it's never, I never really think of it as about me. It's Mm -hmm. just about the general conversation. I think that's where I feel most comfortable talking about it is like, no, this is, yes, this has happened to me, but I'm only telling you this because this is going on everywhere. It's Mm -hmm. not about my story. It's Mm -hmm. about the story that everyone needs to hear, you know? Yeah, that's right.
0: I thought it was real interesting also when she said y'all are the number that always sees two sides. (laughs) is that? I mean, both of y'all were, like, naughty. Absolutely
2: correct. (laughs) It's, yeah.
0: Some of us make making decisions pretty hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think some people view it as being wishy-washy or, like, not taking a stand. But it just truly is that, you know, you see both sides. I mean, when it comes to, like she was saying, going to a restaurant or whatever, I'm like, I you know, I don't need to look up all the reviews and my place doesn't need to be picked. Like, I just want to sit down and I want to eat because mm-hmm. that's all I really care about mm-hmm. <laughs> is eating. Um, <laughs> but it is a lot harder when you're talking about things that are really important because even if I disagree with someone, I do still see both sides, you know, I, or at least I understand where the other side is coming from, even if I don't agree with it, right. you know. So it makes it... A little bit easier to have the conversation, but mm-hmm. it it does you know it's harder to sort of believe in yourself and what you're like putting your foot down for when you're like, but I kind of see it both mm-hmm. ways. I mean, some things mm-hmm. are just obviously very cut and dry, yeah. but um, right. a lot of the nuances of life that that part is hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see everything from both sides. I, I've had to
2: learn to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a skill, like practice, uh, being decisive, and sometimes just being decisive, knowing like. I may be wrong, but I'm going to make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I I would yeah. rather I would rather have an opinion right now. I like think she even said like you can change your mind, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to I'm going to this is where I'm standing, this is what we're doing and you know, I'd rather do that than than not have an opinion. But as far as seeing both sides, it also leads to a lot of mediation. I mean, I feel like yeah. I I feel like I, I end up mediating a lot. I don't mind it. Like I I kind of like it because I'm able to just like take the emotion out of it and just be like, okay, Annie, you're saying this and we hear you and Camille, you're saying this and that's valid. Now, what do you, you know, what do we think? And it's, that's just very natural to, to do that when you're a nine because you're always seeing both angles.
1: Yeah. And it's very fact-based for me a lot of the time, you know, I, I, of course there are emotions involved and things, but for me, when, so when we can't get to a place where we agree, it's like, all right, well let's look at the, These are the undeniable truths in Mm the situation. So let's draw the emotion out of it. And then if we can't figure it out based on this, then either we just don't need to talk about it anymore and, like, we've got a bigger problem on our hands Mm -hmm. or that helps figure it out, you know. But the other part of that is, you know, when she was mentioning how we sort of double-boundary ourselves – I mean, with me, when once I've tried to have a conversation with somebody and they can't get to a place, it's like a light switch. We're done. Like, wow. I mean, and it's not like a, I don't want to deal with it anymore at that point. It's just this. We are at an impasse, and that's that's okay. But my my mechanism in that is that if we can't meet in the middle, then that's it. That's it, it's, it it's over. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I mean, we've had to make some hard tour decisions. Yes. But you, I have never felt like you were wishy-washy. Is it easier with work than with personal life to be direct?
2: It's easier with work.
1: Definitely. And a
2: lot of times with work, you're making decisions for other people, Mm -hmm. and you're making decisions for the group. Mm -hmm. And that is somehow easier than making decisions for yourself.
1: Oh, absolutely. So,
2: like, I would be stressed if I was you, right? Because,
1: (laughs) because, like,
0: your
2: name is on the sign and on the laminate and on, you know, and it's like, it's your business. Right. And, but for me, it's like, um, I'm able to, I mean, I'm there working for you and advising or the other group I work for, like I'm advising and helping. And so I don't feel all this, all the pressure necessarily. I, it's easier for me to make a decision.
1: That's uh, true. Yeah. And it's also like the motivation that because we are working for somebody else, like it has to be good, mm-hmm. you know, the our are yes. sort of value and and what we do and you know same in management tour management now I'm learning it in customer service yeah. is you know what you do if it makes someone else happy and it makes their life better and easier that's so easy for me to work hard at wow yeah, agree
2: wow yeah i can be a disaster at home <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my wife is like, where, what, how do you, you take a band around the world and all these people and like, you can't do that. You can't make this decision. Like, I can't do that. I, 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 I ain't got it. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't got it. I ain't got, got that got, to give get here. <laughs> Like <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm highly motivated to, to be there, you know, for the, for the group or for the, the, the cause or, you know, mm-hmm. but, but when it becomes personal, it's do much Do you get
0: harder. stubborn at work like you do in your personal lives? I do. I'm not talking about you. I'm not like yeah. calling out your stubbornness. Yeah, 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 I'm talking yeah. as nines in general. Are you? Do you drag? Yes. If they nag at work, too.
2: Yes. They. Uh, hopefully, they don't know it. You yeah. know. <laughs> but there is something in me, for better or for worse, that th- th- if 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 it's something that I really am against or don't want to do, um, and this is a nine thing too, I will look at you and agree with you. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, uh huh, cool, yeah, we'll do that. No plans and, on doing and, it. Ins- <laughs> on the inside, I'm like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> It's, Y'all yeah, are it's terrifying. Terrible. Y'all
0: are terrifying to me. And yeah. we're good at I it, too. I love you so yeah. much. We My will, we will, we will rah, agree. Rah, we'll yeah. agree up and
2: down. Oh, that's that's great. We'll definitely, We're definitely. <laughs> I'll definitely call that person. We'll do that. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, I ain't doing that.
0: Okay, so what, <laughs> we're about to get <laughs> yeah, in I'm here. We're get, about get, to go <laughs> in. I'm going to get fired. So what, no, you aren't. You're very hired by everybody. <laughs> what is another person supposed to say to a nine to know what you really want? Oof, gosh. Because you do nod and say, yeah, let's go to that restaurant. And then you get there, and then the next week you're like, man, I kind of hated eating there. And you're like, well, my gosh, I asked you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What
0: what are we supposed to do? I think
1: we need a little bit of space, you know? Like, for me, it's when you can tell somebody really wants to do something. They're sort of hinting at it. Mm -hmm. They're talking about it. You know, they're they're leading the charge. Mm -hmm. At that point, it's already pretty clear, like, what you want to do. So there's no way for me to then, like, interject. I think... You know, as much as it's painful for us, if we're given the floor first and we have to say something, we have mm. to suggest something, you know, there's a clear slate. We haven't, like, chameleon picked up the vibes in the room yeah. yet on what wants to be done. Then you'll probably get a, a more honest answer. But the truth is we'll probably still be trying to guess what everybody else wants to do. Yeah, for a number
0: I love so much, y'all are also The, so the problem
2: is, it's like I would rather you have fun and then I'll just, like, I'm going to have fun if you're having fun. But if I picked all the plans, like, if it's my party and I decided what we're all doing, I'm, I'm going to be stressed out that you're not having fun. Mm. You know, so and it's like this pressure. Yeah. So I, that's why it's like we go along because it's it's more fun for me if everyone else is doing what they want to do and they're having a blast.
1: I'll find my happiness there.
0: Is that true with Ansley? Uh,
1: yes. Is that true with Kevin? Yeah. I mean, w- You know, we're we're both pretty low key, but you know, I'll I'll give you a perfect example. We were supposed to get married last year. We were supposed to end up being a pandemic and we had to cancel, but I was very averse to having like a a real wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, We were just gonna have a dinner and you know, we had like 75 people coming and it was just gonna be at one of our favorite restaurants and that was it. And I was having so much stress about people thinking it was a wedding and it wasn't a wedding. (laughs) You know, like, people will be like, oh, I can't wait to see so-and-so dancing. I'm like, there's no dancing. It's a dinner. (laughs) Like, like, don't come to Nashville thinking you're going to be dancing because then I'm going to be stressed because you wanted to be dancing. And I just, I mean, honestly, you know, you know, for all that has come with the pandemic, um, not having a, a wedding was, like, a relief to me, yeah. which is kind of crazy, but it, it really was. And, you know, we just ended up getting married in our backyard with one of our best friends and, yeah. you know, our parents on Zoom. Um, and that was, like, it was just a, uh, such a relief wow. to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That feels true.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I totally get that. It's just a lot of pressure when, when, we, ha- when we decide, when, when, like, we set the agenda— even if it's a social event, I, I feel pressure that someone's not having a good time.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that true brings with me like down, one like,
2: people, one, one person. Yes, you, you <laughs> like with Ansley, if I'm like, you know what I want to do? Like, I want to go to this restaurant, and we're going to go. I, I've never been to Zany's. Let's go to Zany's. Let's do that. Well, it's like I'm going to sense on her face if she feels uncomfortable at any one of those, you know, and I'm going to sense it, and then all, all of a sudden I'm not having a good time anymore. Wow. So we just, we would, I'll, I shouldn't say we, I, I would rather you, you pick what we're going to do, what you want to do. And then I'm, I'm going to have a, I'll, I'll have a great time either way. <laughs> wow. Most of the time, obviously. <laughs> yeah. it's not 100%, but in but, your
0: head, this is the scary part. In your head, are you miserable?
2: I can't. I mean, th- sometimes, I mean, there, there's, there's sometimes where we're not doing, yeah we're not doing what I want to do. And I've had to learn to speak up. I mean, it, it's it's like it is a learning thing. Just like I was talking yeah. about learning to make a decision, I've had to learn to speak my truth. Mm-hmm. We we actually use that language a lot. It's like, what's your truth right now? <laughs> and I'll be like, my truth right now is I would rather be anywhere else but here. We got to go somewhere else. Wow. And, and 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 you know, we we've learned, but yeah. that's it's a skill too. Yeah, yeah, to speak up.
1: I mean, I've definitely I love the you know, no is a complete sentence. When I yeah. heard that for the first time, I was like it is a complete sentence. (laughs) And, you know, um, I read uh, a book called Essentialism, Mm -hmm. um, and it was just kind of like, if you are not 90% like, yeah, then it's a no. Mm -hmm. You know, anything less is a no. And, and of course, there are things you're going to have to do in life that you don't want to do. Um, But for the most part, that changed my life. Like, so I... I tend to not be in situations that are too miserable anymore for the good of Mm -hmm. everyone else. Mm -hmm. And if I do, I'll just quietly leave so Mm -hmm. that it doesn't bother anyone. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Wow.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, this, I mean, this is interesting. Let's listen to Suzanne talk about your security number. I just want to, as a reminder, going toward a number in security and going toward a number in stress, one is not good and one is not bad. They actually both serve you really beautifully. And so y'all are talking about the power of leaning toward a three when you actually are caring for yourself and have an opinion in her, you know. So let's hear Suzanne describe that.
3: Well, the best way I can teach you that, they go to three. Okay. uh, Which is a significant difference. Yes. (laughs) So you know that I'm married to a pastor, Mm -hmm. and you know that he, he went to seminary at 14 and was a Catholic priest before I got to... Start life and do life with him. Yeah. And when and he's very laid back, very committed to the way he does things. He's got a big one wing. He wants things to be right. But but he still holds back unless you put him in robes and a stole in the chancel area of a church. And then he's just a three. Like he mm. he morphs into a three. Wow. Because he's been preparing to be in that place since he was 14. Yes. And he knows it front and back. And he knows what he's supposed to do and what his role is and who he is in relationship to God and what God, what worship should, could, might look like. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of laid back in that. Yeah. There's a security and a a stature that is uh, observable.
0: Where does that feel true for you? Ooh.
1: For me, it's, you know, from my career in the music industry, there's a lot of, a lot in personalities in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And I think um, when I first started, my instinct was to, to sort of, again, shrink and let everybody do their thing. Um, but, you know, towards the end of my career, and that came from, Work that I did, and just from the people I was around, mm-hmm. you know, you really when you really start to live in that, like, hey, I, I have had a 15 year career. I do know what I'm talking about. You know, to come in with that kind of energy, it it changes you. And um, I think that's why people have so many misconceptions about nines and how mm-hmm. we think. Also, because yeah, I I will get up and you know say what I need to say when it comes to work, but people don't understand that that's not like. That doesn't come naturally, you know. That's yeah. something that's really been honed over time. Yeah.
0: Why do you think when you feel secure is when you're able to shine like that? Nine shine as nines, but mm-hmm. why do you think Adam, when you're secure, you're able to shine like a three?
2: It, it's a confidence that comes um, where when you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and, and it happens to me at 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 work a lot too, or. I know that I know I know what I'm doing. I know that this is what I love to do. I feel made for it. And there's a confidence. And it's a practice thing too. But like, you know, the opposite of sloth, which is I hate, you know, we hate yeah. sloth, right, <laughs> is really taking that right action. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it, action. It's it's moving. It's getting in there and, and working and doing and making decisions and, and talking with people. And when I get to that space, it feels so natural and so right.
0: Was that true when you were a youth pastor? Yes. So it can be seasonal too. It's not just I found the one job. It's I'm in the right job or the yes. right relationship or the right city mm-hmm. right now and therefore I feel secure.
2: Yeah, and just I know I know what needs to happen right now. I know that I can do this. I know God made me for this and mm-hmm. and there is a there is an unstoppable confidence there. And I I think I say that because I think nines need to hear that, that like we have incredible energy and ability to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like don't read the stuff about laziness and sloth and think I can't. There's an incredible energy there. And when we hit that stride of action, we're we're
1: unstoppable.
0: Yeah. Have you felt that starting your business?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I was someone who never thought that I would be a business owner, I always thought kind of as a nine, I was like, I love being a foot soldier. Like uh-huh. I love having, I, I I work really well, but I have constructs. I have people that I'm reporting to and I'm working towards their goals. So the idea of, you know, creating a company where it's, it's just my goals, like mm. that was always very strange to me. And I just thought that you had to have something that I didn't have to do it. Mm. Um, and honestly, meeting Kevin and being married to him as a three, he's been a business owner his entire adult life. He started his own businesses and, you know, he he didn't particularly have some grand idea or gift. You know, he's he is great, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, he didn't have some crazy invention or something. Um, <laughs> and he's always made it work and been happy. And I think seeing that sort of changed my perspective of what it takes to be able to flip that switch.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah. One of my favorite questions to ask is, nothing is worse to me than I feel, and nothing is better to me than I feel. So let's start with worse. Nothing is worse to you than when you feel what?
1: I guess the common term for it now is is imposter syndrome mm. or, you know, self-doubt. Yeah, when I feel like oh, like i'm I'm. I'm the most underdressed person in the room or i'm not mm. the cool I'm, I'm never the coolest person in the room but i'm like the bottom rung of how cool the people mm. <laughs> in the room are or you know those kind of things where you're just like you can't really catch that energy you can't really catch that confidence wow you know that that's really hard to to talk yourself out of for me yeah
0: mm-hmm. what's what's your answer adam
2: i, I think it's um, letting other people down mm. not not being able to follow through uh, and 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 letting people down, and that's um, that's at work, but definitely with family too. Like mm-hmm. feeling like I spent all of the good energy yeah. <laughs> at work or at, with friends or doing something else, and then I come home and I'm like done because yeah. we do it, 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 we can kind of I can kind of shut off, you know. Like yeah. we, it, it's I spent everything I had, so feeling like I've let anyone down is is a
1: feeling I don't like.
0: Wow, and wh- nothing makes you feel better than when you feel what.
1: I mean, it's, I guess this is true for more than just nines, but when when you feel seen, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's not in our nature to wave our hands in the air and say, look what I did, you know, and when somebody notices it without you saying anything or doing anything, it just, it it feels great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Same. It's being seen. And it's it's when when someone says something like, I'm so glad that you're here, or we couldn't have done this without you. It's like, that's all we need. I'm like, save your money. Don't right. buy me. <laughs> don't buy me anything. Like, just save your cash and just. If you would just look at a nine and go, or look at me and go, I'm so glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. It, it make it's like I can live on that for a year. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. It's yeah.
1: It's, a, it's a high.
2: Yeah. Because we're not looking. We're not out there begging for it. Right. We're behind. Like we're. I'm behind the scenes supporting. I want everyone else to have that good time. But if mm-hmm. if someone looks and goes, "Hey, thank I saw what you're doing. Thank
1: you." It's like, oh man, like, you know. Yeah, I'm
2: your best friend forever.
1: I mean, (laughs) you you asking me to come do this today. Honestly, that was like a like when when I got the first text and I was like, I think I know what's going on here. Yeah,
0: (laughs) so Uh, Annie, number here. Yeah, I'm like, you're not. Yeah, I'm like,
1: I think I know what's going on. (laughs) I was excited, you know, because it's like I would never be like Annie. I want to do your podcast, Mm -hmm. and it's nothing wrong with doing that, but it's just not in my nature. And for you to be like, come, I was like. All right, yeah,
0: you yeah. are the first two we asked. You're oh, exactly oh, who we man. wanted this year, That's so awesome. it was absolutely on purpose. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let's listen to Suzanne talk about what happens in stress and how a six having a six as your stress direction um, serves you.
3: Well, thankfully, they go to six. Otherwise, they wouldn't ever worry about anything. And some things are, you know, worthy of a little bit of concern. Yep. Can't always say, oh, don't worry, be happy. Everything's going to be fine. And so what nines pick up in six is, I wonder if I should look at this again. I wonder if I need to reevaluate what that advisor told me. I wonder if. Mm-hmm. And without that sixth place, that generally doesn't happen. So, nines don't get a sense of themselves without three. They don't know how much people look up to them. They don't know how much people respect them. Mm-hmm. And nines don't get a sense of how to take care of themselves without six. Wow. Because some things should be questioned and thought through and planned for. Yeah.
0: Hey friends, just taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partners, your Enneagram coach. Have you ever shared the Enneagram with someone in a way that helped and encouraged them? Do you enjoy coming alongside people and championing them as they journey towards health in themselves and their relationships? If your answer to one of those questions is yes, you're going to love hearing about this special opportunity I have for you from our sponsor today. It's no secret that since we're in the middle of Enneagram Summer 2021, that we love how helpful the Enneagram is around here, and your Enneagram coach Beth McCord is one of our go-to Enneagram experts. In fact, she was on every episode of Enneagram Summer 2019. But did you know that Beth and her team actually certify Enneagram coaches? They have over a 1,000 Enneagram coaches worldwide, including Haley Watkins. These coaches are literally changing their own lives by building a flexible and successful career, doing something they're passionate about. But more importantly, they're helping others grow, heal, and flourish using the powerful tool of the Enneagram from a Christian perspective. Beth's certification program opens a few times each year, and it's opening soon. Before it opens, though, Beth wanted to give my friends the opportunity to explore this further. So right now, you can register for Beth's mini course, Core Essentials for Enneagram Coaching, for free, y'all. If you're even slightly curious about what an Enneagram coach is, what they do, and if it might be a fit for you, then Core Essentials for Enneagram Coaching is an important training tool for you. And for a limited time, Beth is offering this mini course to our friends for free. Learn more and sign up for your free Core Essentials for Enneagram Coaching mini course at YourEnneagramCoach.com forward slash TSF. Like, that sounds fun. And if you're listening now to this episode after enrollment has closed, you can still sign up to be notified next time registration opens at YourEnneagramCoach.com forward slash TSF. And now back to our conversation with Adam and Camille. I mean, y'all both laughed when she said "Never, if you didn't have a six, you'd never worry about anything.
1: Where do we start? Yeah. <laughs> you start.
2: I mean, so, yeah, um, in stress, I can totally go to a place of thinking and overthinking. Uh, the best example might be, this is a tour manager example, but when I fly anywhere with the band I work for, I commonly have backup flights and backup cars and backup... I've thought through, uh, you know, uh, what's... This is an analogy, by the way. It's not... But, you know... It's great. What's going to go wrong? And if if the minute I I sense this flight that we're on might not go because of any reason, I've already got another flight that I've probably purchased. Because you can purchase refundable tickets if you don't. And and then I will not cancel that backup flight until the plane I'm on... (laughs) Until so the wheels have left the ground, oh wow! I will then text the travel agent and go, okay, you can let you can refund that backup flight, wow. and that's kind of a, an analogy of how like I think the six energy allows allows me to maybe stop and overthink. Well, I shouldn't say well, over, overthink and and, pl- and have backup pl- like reevaluate backup plans, really thinking through and being careful. And it's it's a great thing, and sometimes it's not a great thing mm-hmm. because we we sit around thinking all the time, yeah. <laughs> and we th- we think that's doing, and it's not. You know, we're we're not doing anything; we're thinking, and, and we because I thought about it, I feel like I did it, but I didn't, didn't do anything. <laughs> so there's a there's a negative to it, but the positive is it allows us to be very prepared for for whatever life might throw our way.
1: Mm. Yeah. And I don't think we we make rash decisions, you know, because it it takes so much thought and planning. Me, I'm a naturally sort of anxious and stressed person. Mm. Um, I spend, even if I'm happy, um, I still spend a lot of time in that six land. I mean, just thinking, thinking, overthinking, Mm -hmm. good, bad, back and forth, you know. Um, When I made the decision that I was going to leave my job in the music industry, it took me six months to say it out loud. Wow! I mean, I was in therapy. I was talking to everybody but saying I needed to do it. You know, it was was a long – and it was about letting other people down. You know, I was in this – what I would have considered when I started, I had then come to my dream job. Yeah. You know, and it was having to go to someone and say – You have done nothing wrong. This has nothing to do with you, which is like nobody – I feel like nobody's going to believe me, but uh, this is about me, and I have to make this what I see as a very selfish decision. I was having anxiety attacks before trips. I mean, just internalizing all of that because I just didn't want to say it.
2: Sure. Wow. Yeah. It can lead – like the the negative side of it for me, it can lead to procrastination, just putting things off because you just want to sit there and stew. So you almost
0: circle back around to your – to your dragness. Yeah. Of that's natural to a 9 when you think too long and out of stress in your six kind of behaviors.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's Pretty really interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. I have to
2: like uh for for what it's worth, I have to like sometimes fake it till I make it is like like just just uh just go and move Mm. and go, just go do it. Mm -hmm. You have to like, I have to get myself moving. uh, And then like everything will click in Mm -hmm. because we can, we can get paralyzed by, um, by, uh, you know, overthinking and being scared. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Done is better than perfect was something that I had had. done is better than perfect. I really, the first time I heard that, I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, Cause you can tool and retool something till the cows come home and sometimes you just got to do it. And it's really hard as a nine who wants everyone to be happy to put something out or do something that you think isn't fully baked. Um, yeah. but that's helped me overcome mm-hmm. those situations.
0: So for those of us who love nines, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> how
1: do we, how do we love nines? Oh gosh. I mean, we're complicated. We do it to ourselves. Yeah. And so again, it's like, I don't, I don't put it on anybody else when they don't understand what's going on with me. I, I I put it on myself. You know, going back to everything that's going on in the world right now, um, a lot of people have been like, I'm so sorry, or, you know, I can't believe I missed this. And mm. the seeing two sides in me says, I get it. Like, if you've never experienced something, you've never been around it, you've never asked, I can see how you would think it's, somewhat crazy that that these issues still exist. Mm. But all I ask is, you know, now that you know, moving forward, you're mindful of it. Mm. And, you know, to me, I'll, uh, for the most part, I can be very forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> so, some, yeah. some things and people have worked their way off of that list <laughs> in the last 12 months. Yep. Um, but, you know, I think stepping up and showing up for us w- when we're not able to say it, you know, mm-hmm. is really the, the best thing.
2: And I think celebrate <laughs> when a nine, when I have an opinion and an idea, uh, listening and celebrating that. Not, mm. I don't want to say, don't, don't be like, Don't be weird.
1: Son don't be poppers. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I think like Ansley knows that if I state an opinion, she will really, like now that we know the Enneagram like we do, which has been the biggest tool in our marriage, by the way. Really? The biggest tool. Wow. Bar none. It's uh, yeah, it's it's probably even more helpful than some of the counseling we've been to, and I love counseling. I mean, when we, yeah. we go to counseling, but it's been so helpful. But now that she knows that if she hears that I state a desire or an opinion, she will grab onto it, and that means a lot. And so, you know, listen, listen when a nine does say something because they probably worked really hard to to get to that point.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: So my anyway, brain's going. So anyway, I was going to ask for a raise right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So Annie, will you just will you just celebrate that I am asking you for a raise? Oh God, set, set like for me setting prices at the at the store, yeah. or like when people have like a custom order or something, and I have to tell them like how much it's going to cost. Yeah, it. I you mean, apologize. I'm, I'm like, so oh, it's. it's I, work, I work. really hard. Just have you know? it. It's <laughs> like, just, is it going to make you happy? You can just take it. Just take
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to ask you a couple more things, and then we'll be done. What do you need from God as a nine?
1: You know, for for me, um, I. I never uh, went to church growing up. My dad was very religious, but in his own way, it was very personal to him. Um, And I've always found myself um, taking from different little things. But at the end of the day, I I do kind of truly believe we're all talking about the same thing. So for me, you know, it's just in general the idea that I – can't control everything, mm. you know, and for, you know, whether it's for some people, it's God, for some people, it's the universe, whatever it is, you have to understand that you can't control everything, you know, mm. and so what, whatever it is you are surrendering to, you know, you can't just throw it all up in the air and see what sticks. But that's it,
0: kind of the first time y'all have said the word control. Is control a deep thing for nines? Does this all go back to I oh, have to yeah. be in control <laughs> of I have to control this environment?
1: Yeah. And yeah. and you know, the thing is, I, I, I am pretty good about like if you've shown me that you can do something, like I won't micromanage, you know. Um, but if something like ultimately is going to fall back on me and sort of my reputation or my job or whatever, it is very hard to to relinquish control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you need God to say to you, Adam?
2: I think just constant reminder that that He is in control and that I. It's
0: wild that y'all <laughs> have that same answer. I,
2: I, I don't have to shoulder. Huh. All the the pressure and stress of leading my family right, being the, per, you know, I mean, yes, we have to do work as humans, but but that God, he, that he walks with us. Yeah. And we're not trying to perform for him, but he is with us every step of the way and that he has a plan. And that if I can put myself in his will, then he will reveal that plan and I don't have to figure it all out.
1: Yeah. Because
2: it's real easy for us to be like, I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out. We're going, to, we're going to do something but like he's got he's got the plan. So, I am How to,
0: moving you know. to think that experiences with nines that the question it sounds like from what you are saying the question in your heart is does anybody else have any control of this?
1: Yeah, <laughs> or is this on me? Well, and it's also I think in a way it's h- hard for us to take ownership over everything that has happened to mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. It's not a very natural thing to be like, I did this. I put myself here. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in, you know, the fact that, you know, preparation meets opportunity yeah. and, and mm-hmm. there's no percentage of that. You know, yeah. you just have to, there will, there will be going to be doors that open um, and you just have, you put yourself in a position to be ready for them yeah. is the question. Um, and, You know, otherwise, because then you start to, you know, when when I hear about other people like getting jobs or getting accolades or whatever, you're like, why doesn't anybody ask me to do that stuff? (laughs) You know, (laughs) But you're not, it's not something I'm particularly, you know, interested in or going Mm -hmm. after, but Mm -hmm. you're just like, how does that happen? Does it just fall out of the sky? You know, that's
2: how it feels for us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But anything great that has happened, I think has been a result of leaving the comfort zone and putting myself out on a limb. Mm. It's not in every case, but most of the time it requires it requires stepping out there into an uncomfortable position and, wow. and speaking up.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. learning that you can do that and it's gonna be okay. You yeah. know, I mean
2: You grow for, it's like going to the gym. Yeah, you get, you get stronger at it. Yeah. The more you do it.
1: It doesn't have to
0: be perfect. It just has to be done.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like that. Wow. The first time I learned that was actually moving to Nashville. You know, yeah. I was at this job at a record label, and I had, like, a desk. I just gotten a desk after being there for, like, six years. <laughs> or an office. Oh I had gotten, like, a an door. Office. I was like, gosh, I didn't give you uh, a desk they, for six years, like, They have the assistants, Lord. like, outside at yeah, little yeah, yeah, tables. And yeah. it, the big thing was like, oh, that person got a door, you know. Mm. And I, I had finally gotten a door, and I was just not happy, and I just was – again, struggling with it, not saying anything, kind of like, I have this great job, I shouldn't be giving it up, mm. and I just, I wanted to move to Nashville, I didn't I didn't care if I had a job, I just wanted to move there, here, now. And my uh, apartment flooded in a hurricane. Yeah, I lost everything, and just was like, maybe this is a good time to move to Nashville. Wow. You know, and it took that, but even then, still, I was kind of like, oh, is this crazy, you know? Yeah. And having that work, you know, moving here on a whim and then, you know, getting the job that I got riding the wave with an artist Mm -hmm. to, you know, we had no business having the success that we had. I mean, it's just, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, But seeing that, okay, I had to do that. I mean, imagine if I hadn't done that. I mean, it's so like overwhelming to me to think about if I hadn't taken that step and and put myself out there. And so that's always a, a really helpful reminder to me that of what can come of just pushing yourself sure. a little yeah. bit.
0: Is there anything we didn't say about nines that you want to make sure people know?
1: <laughs> Ooh. Uh, you know, I will say one thing, even though we are quiet and we do go with everything, we always remember. <laughs> so <laughs> terrible. I don't want it to sound so ominous. Terrifying. It is. But I mean, I remember all the good and yeah. I remember all the bad. Yeah. I really, I really do.
0: It's yeah. probably part of it to help you make decisions in the future that help you control your what's going to happen in your environment. Yeah. I so mean, you know who you trust and you know who, yeah. 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 I bet yeah. everyone does that in a form. I bet nines do that really <laughs>
1: well.
2: Yeah, it's true. But I, I would say, you know, just remember that we have, and I'm reminding myself, incredible Energy and ability to do yeah. to do uh, great things yeah. and to step up where needed and don't don't be scared of you know the, the negative side mm-hmm. of the of the number.
0: Man, when I'm healthy and a nine's healthy, we have the most fun. Yeah, I just think I think not, when I'm not healthy, I I nag and causes drag.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and when a nine's not healthy, I'm too much, right? Mm-hmm. Or they just they just meld into me. Right. And suddenly, I just have like a. One of those things that swim by whales.
2: Oh, yeah, the little, the, little tiny fish. fish. That, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. have one of
0: those. But, man, 7s and 9s. Yeah, it's
2: a good combo. It's a good combo. perfect
0: 16. It's a perfect <laughs> Sweet 16. <laughs> Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Okay, last question we always ask. Thank you for stars. Sure, thank you guys for doing this. I know it, it's a stretch. I'm proud to be your first podcast. Oh, yeah. man. I wouldn't thank have you. had anybody else. Oh, y'all, are, y'all are exactly This was a lot wanted. easier
1: than I expected it oh, to, be, yeah. to be, to okay. be honest. It's been yeah. Fun.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Y'all yeah. are,
1: I'm very <laughs> We're both like, it was, both okay. it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> we survived. Um,
0: <laughs> because the show is called That Sounds Fun, mm-hmm. tell me what sounds fun to you.
1: What sounds fun to me is a vacation mm-hmm. with my husband and my dogs and nobody else. <laughs> Where do you want to go? Ooh, we, we were just actually supposed to go on a road trip to Utah, um, yeah. and we, we just didn't have enough time, so we ended up doing some other stuff, but um, I love going anywhere sort of west of Colorado I mean something about the vastness of those landscapes you know vacation is vacation and and it's always nice to turn your brain off but something about just how it doesn't look like anything here Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, is just always very refreshing and and uh, like a, a palate cleanser for me yeah
0: that's good. What sounds fun to you, Adam?
2: Well, COVID has been really good for my golf game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I've had time finally to, do, to like pursue a hobby. And yeah. and golf is great because it takes like four hours to play around. Uh huh. Um, so golf has really been a fun thing for me right now, and it's re- helped me rekindle some good friendships.
1: Oh, good. So
2: what what sounds fun is going on a golf trip with yeah. some with some bros and uh, having a good time together.
0: So. I wanted you to say tour with annie but it's fine it's Fine, you're allowed to say whatever you want you're allowed to say whatever you Dang want
1: Just putting but, that pressure like, yeah yeah yeah. he's gonna track, he's gonna track. Yeah. i'm scared i'm not doing it
0: that's it right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all great great job today this show will be so helpful to nines and to people who love nines um, so thank you both for doing this. thank Thanks. you thank it's you for fun. doing it
1: yeah, this is awesome
0: You guys, aren't they awesome? Uh, You heard me in the show. I love nines. I just love nines. I don't want to say you're my favorite number, but maybe you're my favorite number. I just think the world of so many nines that are in my life. Hey, listen, be sure to follow along for the rest of INEA Summer 2021 so you can hear about each of the nine types. And if you're a nine, share this show with the people that love you so we can learn more about you. And if you want to hear more about nines, make sure you go back to any of summer 2019 and 2020. If you need anything else for me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And don't forget, we are moving to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday shows. So our next show is coming on Wednesday with our good friend and lead pastor of Hillsong Atlanta, Sam Collier. And then we'll be back on Friday with the Enneas Summer 2021 Enneagram once. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. We'll see you back here on Wednesday.